The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Uh, I think to sum up the message this morning really comes from our first reading. Uh, This is the will of God, your holiness. And again, he says, for God did not call us to impurity, but to holiness. Now, when I think about our saint today, Saint Monica, and I think she's a Most people would know her story. We're going to celebrate her son's feast tomorrow, uh, St. Augustine. Um, So it was a hard and a life of prayer because of her son who was unbaptized and led an immoral life for many years. She was married to a husband that was unfaithful, uh, a mother-in-law who lived with them for a while who also was Uh, cantankerous was what I had read about her. Um, Sometimes we may look at St. Monica and say it's about Augustine, but it's about St. Monica. It's about her holiness. It's not about Augustine because he became holy. Now we know a, a lot about Monica because of Augustine's writings. But it's really about Monica, her holiness. That's the message in our first reading. This is the will of God for Monica and for each of us, our holiness. Now, holiness, um, I think we can start to see in St. Monica. There was a famous quote of her. uh, A priest had told her, The child of such tears will never perish. It was something about not just the quantity of her tears, but the quality of her tears. Augustine gave us a glimpse into Monica's life. 
he wrote about her. But could you, O merciful God, despise the contrite and humble heart of that pure and prudent widow, so constant in almsgiving, so gracious and attentive to your saints, not permitting one day to pass without attending the sacrifice at your altar, twice a day at morning and evening, coming to your church without intermission, and in order that she might listen to you in your discourses, and you to her in her prayers. She wasn't crying to someone she didn't have an intimate relationship with. She had a relationship with Jesus. This is the holiness that we're looking for. Now, I think one of the things when we think about holiness, how do we get to holiness? And even today, with all the things that happened in Afghanistan and really everything else that's happening around us, there's you know, tragedy and chaos and heartbreak. How do we get to holiness in the midst of all this? Well, it's the gift of hope. It's the gift of hope that we got at baptism. And we start to see this when we think about, there's a scripture from Romans, and it tells us in suffering, that creates endurance. And endurance produces character. Those things, those fit. We see that in our normal life. We have to, we have to suffer. We have to uh, move away from things we don't like to. In athletics, we see we've got to push ourselves. Suffering becomes endurance. And endurance becomes character. We see the character of Monica after years and years and years of praying, doing alms, spending time with the Lord. Interestingly, in Romans, it moves over to hope. From character, we get hope. And hope, you could say, well, the hope was that Augustine would be baptized. I don't think that's it really, yeah, that's what she wanted. But it was hope in the person she knew well, which was Jesus. That was the focus of her hope. Now, in our gospel reading, um, the oil uh, you may think of as the relationship you have with Christ. There's something more in our reading that talks about that relationship, and it's trimming the wick. We kind of just pass right by that, trimming the wick. I actually trimmed the wicks this morning of our candles. I didn't really totally get trimming the wick. You cut it down to about a quarter of an inch. You want less wick. A big flame produces soot and it produces smoke and it it's not very efficient using up the wax or the oil of the lamp. It's not a pure burn. The closer the flame, the more pure it is. The closer the flame to the, 
the source of the fuel, the purer it is. This is an indicator of how we get holy. We have to have the quality of our relationship with Christ. It's not the quantity. It's not how many rosaries we do. It's not how many masses we go to. It's not how many uh, services that we do in almsgiving. It's not the quantity. It's the quality. It's the intimacy. Now, I've read other mystics and people that have talked about hope. And when they talk about trying to describe it, they use phrases like irrepressible joy, intimate conviction. And when we think about faith, what we believe in faith, we possess and own in hope. Where does that come from? It comes from a relationship, a continuous, deep relationship with Christ. It's about quality. Uh, the airlines use a phrase, you've got to put your uh, air mask on first before you can help somebody else. Monica could help Augustine through having an intimate, personal relationship with Christ. The reward, yes. Augustine was baptized. Uh, so was her mother-in-law and husband. That doesn't always work out that way, but it is about our holiness, and that's an intimate relationship, which we have to spend time, but in a quality method. So when we think about the things that we do, scripture, rosary, adoration, think about the trimmed wick. Get as close as you can to Christ. Let's stand and offer our petition.